yo, what's going on? What's going on? Good people. Pastor LaMarcus here with another episode of Own Your Mark. Man, so excited to be with you guys today coming with uh, another episode of Own Your Mark. Man, we've been talking about commanding peace in your environment, commanding peace in your environment. The Bible tells us that uh, if we just rely on God, if we lean on God, if we cast our cares upon him because he cares for us, we can walk in this sense of peace. But but I want to be very clear here. This is not walking in peace because everything is peaceful. No, this is the type of peace that folk don't understand. This is the stuff that that confuses the mind of people. But but I believe that that as we really grasp and understand what God is talking about here, what he's the, the type of peace he's trying to get us to understand and walk in is the very type of peace where things around us don't have to be peaceful. It's not about what's around us. It's about what's in us. And as we kind of open up this whole idea on commanding peace in your environment, we really talked about that. While, while um, we're, we're talking about commanding peace in your environment, what we understand is the environment, the, the situations and circumstances we find ourselves in are oftentimes out of our control. So when we talk about commanding peace in our environment, we're not even actually talking about the environment around us, per se. We're talking about the environment in us, commanding peace in us, in our environment, in me. And in order to do that, man, you need to go back and listen to the first couple of uh, podcasts we talked about on commanding peace in your environment. Because what we talked about was in order to really do that part, we got to let the spirit hover, man. We got to let the spirit hover uh, over us. We got to allow the spirit of God to be with us. We have to have Jesus on the inside of us. That's what's going to allow us to really walk in this idea of peace. Because remember, peace is not about what goes on around us, but it's about who is in us. So on the previous podcast, man, in this idea of commanding peace in, in our environment, we talked a lot about how God operates, his his mode of operation, the way he maneuvers in our life. And, and we utilize creation as kind of a foundation of understanding for how God moves in our life. And what we see in creation is before God feels anything, before he starts to put things in place, before he, he actually populates uh, the world, what we see him do first is to form the world. So, so we see from that, and we notice this in our own lives, that the way God operates with us is before he starts to place things on the inside of us, he actually maneuvers and, and builds things around us. He'll build something in us first. He'll structure us. He'll order us. So we see that with creation, how the Bible tells us that, that the spirit of the Lord was hovering. And then as the spirit of the Lord was hovering, we see God speak. And then we see things come into order. We see things begin to be structured. And then we see God placing and filling things within that structure. So, so we've kind of taken uh, that whole mode from uh, the creation and, and said, okay, well, if we want peace in our life, then we need to adopt that structure. We need to command it by speaking the right things. And we need to understand that as we're speaking, really what we're doing is we're ordering and structuring our life so that the spirit of the Lord can hover over our life. And then that Jesus can come into our life. And then as he's in there, then all of a sudden, now it matters less what's going on around us. It matters less how things are orchestrated around us because we're constructed properly. We're orchestrated properly, man, that makes a huge difference. So 
as a spirit comes in and hovers and begins to set up structure and order, now all of a sudden our ability to deal with and handle the things that are around us uh, are, are more in line. So uh, again, before God forms, but excuse me, before God feels, he forms. So he's going to put us together. He's going to form us before he actually fills things up. So uh, I, I like to say it like this. We got to be made upright, man. We, we, we have to be made upright. We have to have, we have to have the right type of uh, things around us or or constructed in us uh, so that we can handle what what comes at us this is no different than than a city man uh, uh, the, that that city uh, wants to have peace but but the peace of that city is oftentimes dictated by how the walls around that city are structured that city cannot control uh raiders or a band of raiders or armies that come against it it cannot it cannot say y'all stay away but what it can do is it can structure itself in such a way that if things come against it, it is able to stand. We can still have peace on the inside of the city. So if they ring the bell from far away and and they say there's an army approaching, there's there's a, a, an enemy uh, on the attack, then people can run to the safety of the city. They can go inside the city walls and they'll be okay, even though there is chaos around them and chaos coming against them. Man, I got to tell you as christians that has to be our our mindset like our our life our our structure our life our christian walk has to be such that we are a city that is well fortified and well structured and well ordered so that when we are hit with things from the world when something comes at us that we weren't expecting there's still peace in the city there, there's still peace on the inside of me there's still peace in my heart because i've commanded it i've structured myself properly and, and that's what i want to talk about a little bit today i'm going to utilize uh this passage of scripture out of second corinthians chapter four i'm going to read verses um seven through nine and, and i'm going to i'm going to talk a little bit about the outside portion today and then on our next podcast we'll talk a little bit about the inside portion but it's going to bleed over a little bit and be a, a little bit of both each time but i just think this is so fantastic second corinthians um chapter four this is paul talking he said but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the all-surpassing power is from god and not from us we are hard pressed on every side but not crushed perplexed but not in despair persecuted uh, but not abandoned struck down but not destroyed but we have this treasure in jars of clay I, one one version said we have this treasure in these earthen vessels our bodies are jars of clay earthen vessels but they are there to show forth the all-surpassing power from god that it is from god and not from us so so we see here Paul is is illustrating and and kind of kind of talking about this idea that 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 while we have to make sure that that we are structured properly what we really have to understand is it's what's on the inside of us that's going to matter it's what's on the inside of us that's going to keep us together now i i've been talking to you and i've been telling you about this whole idea uh, of being structured properly god forms before he feels so so now it's like but wait a minute now you're saying it, it's like the the outside forming or the structuring don't matter it's a it's a clay jar it's cracked it's it's bruised it's banged up it's an earthen vessel no no no, no don't misunderstand me that there what i really want us to get is there is a part of this forming that we have to do but we have to understand that no matter how well fortified we are no matter how structured we are 
It's the structure that invites the spirit in and it's the spirit on the inside of us that will give us the strength that we need to hold firm and hold tight no matter what's going on around us. We got to see that. I want to make sure we do that. Otherwise, we're going through these practices. Otherwise, we're going through uh, these these rituals. Otherwise, we're doing these things that we think will strengthen us, that we think will provide for us. When if no, no matter how strong the city is, if God not in the city, the city will fall. No, no matter how strong our structure is, no matter how regimented we are, no matter how disciplined we are, we have to understand God has to be on the inside and God has to be the one that is strengthening the outside of our walls. It's what's on the inside of us that, that keeps us from imploding. So while it is important to build the structure outside of the city, the most important thing is who's on the inside that's going to defend the walls and that's going to hold the walls and keep the walls from cracking and, and falling down and crumbling and allow the, the raiders and, and the marauders and, and the, the attacking army to come in. So I want us to see this really interesting dynamic because yes God always forms before he feels but his point and purpose is to get us to the point to where he's the one on the inside and when he's on the inside the forming will hold up it'll be strong and firm because of that so I want to talk about this idea uh, just for a moment today structure structure uh, is not just about us being so strong but it's about God being strong in us uh, and, and uh, it's it's the God on the inside that solidifies us and and holds us together. So watch this. Watch this. A good structure, a good structure in your life is being rightly structured. A, a good structure, a good structure in your life is being rightly structured. Now, what in the world am I talking about? How is how how does that work? Well, remember, the structure is important, but the structure is only as important as what the structure is holding. So a good structure is being rightly structured. Let me say it a different way. Uh, a good structure will have the right thing on the inside of it. So it is strong enough to, to bear up against the walls and bear up against the outside and bear up against what comes against it so that it can hold, hold firm. So then what is, what is the, the, what is rightly structured again is having God on the inside. Let the spirit hover, order things properly. Let the spirit come in and put the right structure and right order in. So now, now if you, if you pay attention here, I'm actually tweaking this thing a little bit to get more to the structure of our everyday living, the structure of our everyday life. So I got a question. How is your morning structured? How do you order your morning? What, what do you what do you do when you get up? Remember, we talked about this podcast and we want to make sure that it's practical and we have things that people can actually grab a hold to and grasp and actually put different things into play and into practice so that our lives will be impacted and improved so that we, we can walk this uh, Christian walk for the Lord and do the things that he's calling us to do. So then the question will be, when we're talking about this whole idea of structure and order, how is our morning structured? How does your morning work? Are you are you uh, hitting the snooze button to the very last minute and then rushing out of bed and, and rushing to the bathroom to brush your teeth, take a shower, get dressed and you got to rush out of the door. You got to rush to grab something to eat. And now by the time you get to wherever you're rushing to, if that's a job, if that's an appointment, whatever, you're, you're already stressed out and, and anxious and anxiety. So now uh, uh, effectively what you've done is. Uh, you're not allowing the right things on the inside of the structure so that now if something comes against the structure, it's more likely to bend, it's more likely to break, it's more likely to crumble because I'm not rightly structured at the very beginning. How is your morning structured? 
But when your morning is structured by taking the proper time and connecting with the Lord, taking the proper time uh, to take a moment to, to recognize just how good God is. Man, you woke me up this morning. Hallelujah, Jesus, man. I just want to stop for a moment and appreciate you. You kept me last night while I was asleep and slumbering. Didn't even know I was in the world, but you kept me safe. Hold on for a minute before I even put two feet out of the bed. Let me say thank you. Are we rightly structuring our morning? Are we rightly ordering things? Is it all about me and what I have to do? Or is it about taking a moment and saying, golly, man, God, I see what you did there, man. You didn't have to, you didn't have to do it, but you did. And I thank you. We need to make sure that our structure is right, that, that we are rightly structuring and ordering our morning. How, how is your marriage structured? Hmm? How is your marriage structure? Remember, we talk about this in marriage all the time. Marriage is God's institution. I know you've been getting hit with a lot of stuff from out there and over there and back there and around the corner and all that stuff. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the orchestrator, the, the, the designer of marriage. He designed it so he gets to dictate how it plays out and how it goes. So, so we got to ask ourselves, how is our marriage structure? Because if he's the designer and he says, this is the order of your marriage, this is how it ought to be structured, this is how it ought to go. And if we do that, then all of a sudden, now what's on the inside of us is strong enough to push back against the stuff from the outside so we maintain our peace on the inside of our marriage. But if our marriage is not rightly structured, if our marriage is not rightly ordered, if all of a sudden the children take precedence over the spouse or the mom takes precedence over the spouse or the spouse takes precedence over God or the kids are in a place that only God is supposed to be, all of a sudden this order is out of whack, this structure is out of whack, no wonder all hell breaking loose in the marriage and a lot of times we have to stop and we have to ask ourselves how is our marriage structured how is it ordered is it built on the solid foundation of the word of god is it built on the principles that god laid out is it is it keeping a god first and my spouse second and and then the children third and then everybody else? is it is it built on god as as the head and and then the the husband as the leader and then the wife as the power force in that is it built on the unit that god designed and if it's not then no wonder it's not working properly no wonder that there's not peace in the city because the walls in the city are battered and bruised and broken down the walls can't stand up against the stuff from the outside because there's issues on the inside i say this all the time man you go study uh, great civilizations, you go study uh, great organizations, you study um, the great uh, empires and things like that, and you find out something very interesting. They didn't, they weren't brought down from the outside. They were brought down from the inside. There was an inside man. There was somebody who had to get on the inside of the structure to pull it down. And when things are not rightly ordered, we become our own worst enemy. We become the inside man that brings our own city down. We're so busy looking at everybody on the outside talking about how that's keeping us from having peace and how that's that's being the thing that's making st uh, things unpeaceful. When the truth of the matter is, if we were rightly ordered on the inside, it wouldn't matter what's going on on the outside because the outside can't get on the inside and we would still have peace so how is your marriage structure we got to make sure that our structure is there that our structure is right we're not there for selfish motives and me 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 how do i get my way how do i do it my way no no, no god what's your design how did you design you know best and if we're structured right, we'll see that come to pass. So how is your marriage structure? We need to make sure that we keep things in order there. How is your parenting structure? Man, listen, um, 
I, I got to be careful here because there's so many things going on out in the world. And, and as a uh, as a a father who is also a pastor, but and, and so I have uh, what they call PK kids or, or pastors kids. And and then as a uh, an, an avid sports uh, fan, I, I love sports and I watch sports with my kids and my kids are involved in sports. So I get to see a lot of the the, the things going on out there. And and man, you see so many kids with the best of this and the best of that they got the 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 most high-tech uh, equipment and shoes and all these stuff and we're doing everything to make sure they get everything they want and they've learned how to look good and they've learned how to how to the, the, the what it's supposed to look like but they're not really learning how to do it and then the parents are fussing at the umps fussing at the refs fussing at the coaches and all of that stuff and the kids are whining and and all this stuff and it's like man no wonder there's no peace we're not rightly structured we're not rightly ordered. No, 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 son. You go to work. If if you're not the main guy, it's because you hadn't put in the work to be the main guy. Well, I'm just as good as that guy. Well, that's not good enough. You can't just be just as good. If you want to be the one, then you be so good that it's so obvious that they have to play you. We got to push the kids and, and talk to them the right way rather than, than letting them hear us talk negative about the coaches and letting them hear us talk negative about the, the refs and the ump. Listen, the refs are human. They're going to make mistakes. The coaches are human. They're going to make mistakes. But if you if you go do the work, son, if you go work, you it will be so obvious that they won't be able to leave you on the bench if you had a right attitude it'll be so obvious that they'll have to play you but if we get things out of order in our parenting and now all of a sudden whatever it, it, we, we turn into what's the the coming to america what what, is, what did the wife what, what, whatever you like if, if we turn into those parents where we're catering to the kids and make sure they get everything they want and everything they need now we're it's out of order they're not rightly structured they're not rightly ordered so that anything that comes against them then they start to falter. They start to fall. And guess where they are? They're on the inside already. So if they start to falter and they start to fall because we hadn't set up the right parenting structure and the right parenting uh, order and things like that. Now, all of a sudden, it, it, we don't need the outside enemy coming in. The fight is already in the city. So we got to be careful that we that we make sure that we have the right structure and the right order. No, you're going to get up. You're going to go to work. You're going to you're going to put the, the phone down. You're going to put the, the game down. You're going to put the energy in. Uh, I was I was speaking to my, my kid the um, the other day and I, and I made the point. I said, son, your your uh, activity has to match your ambition. Your activity has to match your ambition. Don't talk about wanting to be this and wanting to be that and wanting to be great and wanting to be number one. Don't talk. Don't don't have that ambition. And but but your actions are saying something different. If your if your ambition is to be number one, then your actions have to match that. But again, that's setting up the proper structure instead of just saying, OK, well, let me go fuss at the coach because I need him to make sure you number one. Let me go fuss at the referees for making that bad call. Let me go fuss at the officials and the umpires because I don't like that. No, if, if your ambition is to be number one, then your activities should be such that you ought to be able to overcome a bad call. You ought to, it ought to be obvious what needs to happen. So we got to make sure that we are rightly ordered. Watch this. Even in our parenting, the way we're, again, we're not best friends. I'm mom and, and, and uh, I'm mom and dad, your, your child, I'm dad, your, your son, whatever the case may be. Now I hope to build a relationship and I hope that as we get older and you get, you get grown, you think that you realize how much of a friend I was later, but that's my, that's not my number one goal right now. We have to be rightly ordered. Otherwise, my God, we, we, we don't have to let anybody in, in the city to, to, to have a fight. We already have a fight kid whining and crying and throwing a fit every time they don't get their way come on man it has to be rightly ordered the structure the ordering needs to be there how, how watch this 
uh, how is your home structured? How is just your, your home life, your home, the, the activities in order in your home? Is it so chaotic and so unorganized and so uh, willy nilly and all over the place that you can't even have peace? Or do you come in and you set clear boundaries? Do you come in and you set clear guidelines? This is what we're going to do from this time. This is how we're going to do. Listen, don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying you have to be so rigid that there's no flexibility, but you can't be so so willy nilly that there's never any type of organization and structure that stuff leads to anxiety it leads to a lack of peace it leads to frustration because one person is thinking it ought to go this way and one person is thinking it ought to go that way and one person is going this direction the other person is going that direction you can't even galvanize the people within your own home so of course anything that happens outside of the home anything that happens unexpected will pull everything down we have to be rightly ordered we have to be rightly structured take some time and structure some things in your home that should be your sanctuary your place of peace i'm telling you a couple things we're gonna do guys we're gonna get up and we're gonna have a certain regimen we're gonna get up and we're gonna pray we're gonna get up and this is the time that where you know where we're gonna be uh where we're gonna have some free time and this is when we're gonna be serious like we need to have some generalized uh organization and structure otherwise what we're gonna find out is there's a whole lot going on, but not a whole lot getting done. We're over here. We're over there. We're up. We're down. It's just a lot of willy nilly. And, and you cannot function that way. God didn't just say, uh, let it be chaotic and then we'll see how it works. No, 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 no. He rightly ordered and rightly structured things. And I'm telling you, listen, we're talking about commanding peace in our environment. And it's so interesting that a lot of times we we will forfeit control of peace and we'll forfeit control just because we sit around and just hope for the best. No, there are some things we need to put in place. And then when the structure, even when the structure is not as strong as it needs to be, the fact that we've put structure and order in place on the inside, it keeps things from getting from the outside, from getting in. We just got, we got to watch that, man. We need to structure and form the right stuff in our lives so that it matters less about the situations out there and more about what's on the inside i can handle what's going on around me because i have set up the right structure the right order i've been formed properly i've let god form me now i can handle that things now those things don't even get in it, it doesn't break through the cracks i'm not i'm not perfect my structure is not uh solid and strong and i'm not impenetrable but because because of what's on the inside, because I'm rightly structured uh, in my mornings and how I get up. I'm rightly structured at night and how I appreciate how God kept me. I'm rightly structured in my marriage. I'm rightly structured as a single person. I'm not just letting anybody into my life. I am careful about how I deal with things. I'm not just going because I feel lonely, then just settle for anything. No, no, no. I'm rightly structured and ordered so that as I set up the right order, God can place the right things in my life. We have to do that. And because I'm rightly structured in that area rightly structured and ordered in my parenting rightly structured and ordered in my home now all of a sudden now that that peace is commanded in because i've been properly formed that peace is commanded in because of how i've been properly set up and structured and now watch this this is what's so important now i don't need to control everything that happens outside of my walls now I don't need to control everything that happens uh, outside in the building before I get there in the morning. I don't have to control everything that happens outside of my marriage. I don't have to control everything that happens out there with social medias and, and everything out there with my children. I don't have to control all of that stuff out there because I'm so well structured in here that your chaos can't get in. 
your lying, your cheating, your nagging, that stuff can't get in. The stuff that affects you. Now you outside the walls of, of my city. Now you outside the walls of my home. Now you outside the walls of my marriage. You outside the walls of my children. You outside there trying to figure out how in the world do you maintain that peace? How do you have that type of peace? I can't understand it. There it is. Peace that surpasses all understanding i'm commanding it into my life because i'm allowing god to come in i'm allowing his spirit to hover i'm allowing it to form me i'm allowing it to set up structure i'm allowing it to order my life so that lives outside of here don't cause me to fall into utter chaos i'm telling you man i believe this is huge from a practical standpoint this is huge we have to order and structure the things around us and in doing so we're commanding that peace. And then watch this, the right ordering and the right structuring. God comes and sits down. His spirit hovers. Jesus comes and he is magnified on the inside of our life so that even the things I didn't see. Watch this, man. I can't see everything that's, that my kids deal with and go through. I, I can't see everything going on out there. But, but when I allow the spirit to come in, guess who can see? The spirit can see. God can see, he knows, and he begins to set up. He begins to fill in the cracks and crevices where I didn't even know there was a crack. He begins to, to, to sturdy up the weak spots. He begins to, to solidify places that have been porous in my life because I set up the structure and order that allows him to come in. And now, now I got peace. Oh man, now I got peace. Now, now I have, now I have peace in my home. I have peace with my wife. I have peace with my children. I got peace all around me. That is what we need. And I'm telling you guys, we're going to command that kind of peace. We got to allow God to form us. And we have to take the necessary steps to set up the proper structure and the proper order in our life so that God rests inside of our hearts. When we do that, Oh, yeah, we're command without even opening up our mouth. We are commanding peace in our environment. Listen, man, listen, I hope something has been said. That'll be a blessing to you. Uh, I pray that it blesses you real good. I pray that you really, really dive into this idea of commanding peace, setting up the right structure, setting up the right order so God can hover, so he can rest in your life, so that the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will rule in your hearts and in your minds through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Again, pray something has been said. that will be a blessing to you. Let us know how we can continue to be a blessing to you. Reach out to us however you can. Continue to follow, like, share. Um, make sure that you subscribe and let the Lord bless you real good. I can't wait to the next episode where we get on our mark together. Until then, God bless you. God keep you. And I love you.